It's such an honor and a privilege to say Happy New Year and welcome back to Michael Swain. He heads up Freedom of Religion South Africa. And today we need to talk about something very important that the South African National Christian Forum has brought to the fore. Michael, what can you tell us? Well, good morning, Jonathan. And I think we certainly start off this new year and Happy New Year to you and your listeners uh, with really a, a very difficult situation on our hands because as many of your listeners will know, the current regulations under lockdown level three prohibit, uh, i.e. ban, uh, all and any form of religious gathering indefinitely. And that's obviously uh, a very significant development, but it is a development that comes at a very significant and difficult time. And I think we have to start off by acknowledging that the second wave of the COVID-19 virus has had a very sort of serious impact, uh, not only upon um, the health resources of the country and health workers, obviously, but I think each and every one of us will know somebody, probably somebody close to us, even a loved one, a friend, who have succumbed to this virus. And so this is no small matter. And obviously, uh, in the process, we acknowledge and respect the fact that government has a very difficult time on it, a task on its hands. It is trying to juggle and balance uh, all sorts of different priorities. But nevertheless, as we look at this lockdown level, there are obviously very different views uh, in the religious community space as well. Um, on the one hand, the religious community, uh, some churches, mosques, organizations took the view even as far back as March that they would simply close all their places of worship and they would not have meetings until this uh, scourge has passed. Uh, and others wanted to meet at the very least in a minimal way uh, as far as government were prepared to permit it. And of course, at some point, they were willing to permit it. We've had the sort of 50% of venue capacity up to 250 people, etc. Um, now, of course, the moratorium is complete. But herein lies the problem. The problem is that many people look at this and they look at the fact that other gatherings continue to be permitted by government, uh, albeit up to 50 people. They look at casinos and auction houses and 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 health fitness clubs and obviously shopping centers are open and what have you and the question is therefore why are religious gatherings banned completely and other seemingly similar gatherings are allowed to continue and what is the evidence perhaps and that is i think is the most important aspect uh, which shows that religious gatherings are somehow perhaps more um inclined to be infection spreaders than these other meetings which are allowed in other words if you sit next to somebody in a pew in, a, in your church building, are you more likely to pass on or receive the infection from the person next to you than if you were sitting next to somebody in a casino, for example, or in a conference center or in a cinema? And I think the issue here, of course, is one of fairness. Is this fair? Is this not perhaps arguably unfair discrimination against the religious sector? And obviously, if it is fair, government should be able to show that. And if it's unfair, then they can rectify it by either allowing religious gatherings to continue as other gatherings are currently permitted to continue, or alternatively, they treat all gatherings the same and they prohibit them in the same way that they prohibited church gatherings. So a bit of a long-winded way of starting, but um, we now face a very interesting position whereby a, an organization, the organization that you mentioned, um, has now filed a lawsuit in the Johannesburg High Court they are challenging the fairness of these regulations and their impact. Mm -hmm. And so at this point, we for a say, 
really believe we have no choice but to engage in this matter, um, if for no other reason than to do our best to ensure, because um, they are not necessarily uh, legal experts in this field, that a bad precedent is not set, or at the very least, mm. the best would be like a good precedent is set. And at least we would have clarity for the future, because mm. this is going to go away. It's, it's going to come around again and again. And unless and until we have legal precedents that we can all know about and rely on, then I think we're going to be always in this place of uncertainty. And obviously, the outcome of this lawsuit, um, which I believe is being held on an urgent uh, application matter, so it's going to be sometime probably during the course of this week, it will affect all religious communities everywhere, regardless of your faith, regardless of who you are, what you might think this decision will be binding and applicable to you. So I think at that point, it's very important that 4SA does Mm. get involved. That's certainly what we're now working with our team of advocates and lawyers to come up with the best possible strategy. Fantastic. So again, just to be very clear, we are seeing the second wave of the virus. We are aware that government has closed all uh, religious gatherings or um, prohibited all religious gatherings. So we're not trying to say, defy the government we're just challenging the ruling the thinking behind that right yes you know government have often said that when they pass regulations or when they pass any laws um people are always welcome to go to court so that the court can review these things Mm -hmm. and it's very good to have that second lens i mean that's very much part of the democratic process and so this is not an adversarial context at all this is really seeking clarity and of course, to make sure that there is fairness applied, because bear in mind that from a constitutional point of view, religious gatherings have far greater levels of protection than the other gatherings that are currently permitted. And therefore, there is, in fact, and there, there must be perhaps a higher burden on government to show that, in fact, they are justified based on scientific data, not anecdotal data. Uh, mm. to close down religious gatherings while leaving these other gatherings open. And, and, and I believe that's a fair position. And the other thing which we're also uh, applying and uh, to government about is that, unfortunately, in the meeting that took place immediately before the president announced these uh, regulations and, and the closures indefinitely, 4SA was actually not consulted at that meeting. And we'd formally been given assurances by government that we would be. And we represent in this matter some 15 plus million people from across the faith community. And therefore, we believe we certainly should have been part of that democratic process in that meeting. And we would like to see that established so that in future, we can make sure that the voices of the many, many people that we represent are in fact heard by government, regardless of what decision government may make. I mean, obviously, that's still their prerogative. But in a democracy... Mm -hmm important that as many voices as possible, particularly representative voices, are heard. Mm. Michael, thank you so much. I think you've laid it out very clearly. And of course, the website 4SA uh, has more information. Uh, your website address, just as we wrap up, please. www.forsa.org.za. And of course, you can also go to the Facebook page that we have, which is Freedom of Religion SA. And by all means, please look, sign up for our newsletter. This is important. It's important that we stay informed. Uh, Keep an eye on this thing. And of course, uh, please do consider donating uh, to 4SA uh, because we are a voluntary organization and we can only do what we do based upon the donations that you kindly give us. So please uh, look at that and click the donate button as well. 
Michael Swain, thank you so much. We appreciate your time and thank you for keeping your finger on the pulse of these things. Uh, we look forward to chatting to you again in the not too distant future.